here. And that lets you save the... Look here. True form life. Green look on Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. All right, so if you missed last week's show, check out Cam Terry. He's from Avena Originals, and this is what we talked about, food-like substances. Cam and I think quite a lot alike in the uh, and how the food industry offers different type of products, especially ones we shouldn't be consuming, but paying attention to an ingredients, uh, what food does to your body, and, uh, and that's important. I talk about that often, and I think Cam does a great job of relaying some simple tips and ideas to pay attention to to improve your health. On this show, we have Dr. Heather Tick, who's the author of Holistic Pain Relief. Now stay with me here. Let me explain this. Because to be quite honest with you, I absolutely love this book. I was a little wary, like you might be, when I picked it up because it was written by a doctor. I was expecting long explanations, words that I couldn't understand, information more about medicine than food and lifestyle. But I must say, I, I couldn't have been more wrong. Once I started reading this book, I couldn't put it down. The title really got my attention. That's you know that's why I picked it up in the first place. And after I started flipping through it, I checked out the content. I was pleasantly surprised uh, when I started to understand this book was about food, about lifestyle, and even exercise, as you'll hear about in the interview. So this book, Holistic Pain Relief and Dr. Tick, cover a wide array of health issues. She talks about prevention as opposed to treatment, which I love. I couldn't imagine someone picking this up and not benefiting fitting from it so stay right there we've got dr heather tick coming up this is exploring mind and body naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host drew tadia Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As you heard in the introduction, we have Dr. Heather Tick on the show with us, and we're talking about holistic pain relief. I guess without further ado, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, I have to tell you, <laughs> I have to be honest with you. When I picked this book up, and I and I, you know, it says you know it was written by a doctor. I was kind of thinking that it w- I wouldn't be interested in it. <laughs> I was yeah. thinking that it would be long, detailed explanations that I wouldn't be able to understand. And, uh, you know, I, just from the first glance at it, besides the title, uh, I wasn't sure it'd be something I'd be interested in. And I have to tell you, to be quite honest with you, once I started opening it and reading it, I wasn't able to put it down. <laughs> do, do, you have, uh, do you have similar feedback like this? Um, I, a lot of people tell me that they can't put it down. Um, intentionally, um, I tried to make it readable, um, and I, I worked with someone on that uh, on that task so that people would really want to read right through it. And at the same time, I wanted to. It, uh, to appeal to people in the profession as well, because this information that's in this book is not only useful to people who are in pain, no people in pain, or people in general who want to stay healthy, because all of the prescriptions in this book are good to keep you healthy whether you've got pain or not. But I also wanted this to be um, a credible educational experience for my colleagues. We don't learn about nutrition and mind-body very much in medical school. I mean, when I went to school, I went to a conventional medical school, and sometimes how I introduce myself in talks is that, uh, hi, my name is Heather, and I'm a recovering physician. (laughs) Um, 
And, and it's because there was so much I had to learn after I left medical school because there were huge gaps in the education and nutrition is one of them and healing is another one of them. That coincides with so much what, what I believe in. And I work with some doctors and I have uh, nurses that are work out with my fitness classes and uh, that I'm friends with. And, uh, you know, I believe in that so much that that people could could benefit a whole lot more if a doctor would prescribe, you know, food and lifestyle as opposed to just medicine. Right. The problem is that we don't learn about it. And so those of us who do know about it have really had to educate ourselves outside of our medical education. Now, Traditional medicine is very good for acute things. If you're totally messed up in a car accident, you don't go first to your naturopath. You go to a hospital and get put back together. And, and if you need life support, if you've got a, you know, a major life-threatening stroke or heart attack, a hospital and conventional medicine, they do wonderfully for those things. But it's the, it's the other things, which are really the majority of the problems that affect us, the chronic ones. Uh, that are really uh, very much influenced by lifestyle, by what we eat, what we think, what we feel, what we do. Those things influence the vast majority of our health, and those things are not really well taught in medical school. So this is really a bridging uh, in this book of, of both sides, of pulling together uh, what's sometimes called complementary alternative medicine, putting it together with more conventional medicine. And that's the field, of course, of either it's called integrative medicine or functional medicine. And there are more and more of us practicing it, but it's still not mainstream. Why don't we uh, give the listeners a chance to resonate with you and, and where you're from? You, you talked briefly about your conventional medical history, but if you could give us some details about how you got into the medical field or, or why and, and then what you're doing now, maybe our, our listeners could have a, a better grasp of, where, of who you are. Sure. Well, I, uh, I actually, at the beginning of my education, I got a master's degree in English, and then I became a potter for a little while, and then I went back to what I really had always intended to do, which is go to medical school, and I went to the University of Toronto. I became a family physician, and very early on in my career, even during medical school, actually even before medical school, I knew that food made a difference. I knew that what I ate and whether I ate good, clean, fresh food made a difference to how I felt and how my body healed. And so I was just aware of that early on, and using processed foods was never a big part of my life. Um, and uh, then I studied acupuncture when I was still in medical school. It wasn't part of the curriculum, but I took courses outside. And I also learned there about healing and that the body can be stimulated to heal with something as elegantly simple as putting acupuncture needles into a body, which just blew my mind. It didn't quite go along with a medical education, but wow, it was really impressive. Yeah, and then as, as years went by, I just learned more and more, and I went more and more into that um, alternative side to use it to complement my regular practice. And then over the years, I focused my practice on pain simply because there was, uh, a, it was a difficult area for which to find anything other than drug and procedure solutions that weren't working. So how did it work when you were going to, to acupuncture? Like that's quite different than what you were learning in school, was it not? It was, it was. Uh, I mean, I had to focus on my medical education while I was in school, but I still was able to learn the other on the side and found it extremely useful. Uh, I guess at the beginning I would use it only on myself, um, sometimes on family members, sometimes on pets. Um, 
And uh, and then as I got into practice, I decided that I really wanted to incorporate it into my practice. Now, I want to get into the <laughs> meat and potatoes, so to speak. But before we do, we're going to take a short break. So stay right there, listeners. We'll be right back with Dr. Heather Tick on Exploring Mind and Body. After we lost mom, I was worried about dad living alone in that big house, but I couldn't imagine him being happy anywhere else. But then Jenny, our comfort keeper, helped to make things right. Across the country or across town, comfort keepers like Jenny provide in-home care for just a few hours a week or on an extended basis. Serving Red Deer in Central Alberta, 347-3730 or reddeer.comfortkeepers.ca. All right, welcome back to Exploring Mind and Body. Today we're interviewing Dr. Heather Tick and we're talking about her book. It's called Holistic Pain Relief. So Dr. Heather Tick, what was the hardest part about writing this book for you? The hardest part was trying to strike the balance between having a book that the lay public could understand, people who have no medical background could still read and get information from that was useful, and uh, and also at the same time make it credible enough for my colleagues who would then also be interested in reading it and maybe would learn to change some of their attitudes towards the alternative medicine field. Uh, and so they needed a lot of referencing, and that, I think, was the hardest part, was just making sure all the referencing was done well. So are, do you feel like you've been able to do that? Do colleagues in the medical field, do they resonate with this book? Uh, a lot of people do. I've gotten some very, very good feedback, including uh, some of my colleagues at the University of Washington who were really renowned pain specialists. And they're very gifted physicians who've been practicing for many years in the conventional field. And they've seen me practice at the University of Washington. And they've also uh, read the book and recognized that there's, there is something of merit there. And they've really embraced it and uh, helped me to spread the message, which I'm very gratified about. Where did this idea come from? Why did you, want to dec- why did you decide to, to open this up to the public? Well, I, in my practice, I, I, there's rarely a day that goes by when I don't have a patient who comes in and says, you have changed my life. You have given me back something in terms of a concept of health and, and functioning that I didn't have before, and I'm very grateful. And over the years, uh, I mean, that's extremely gratifying, and I don't want to diminish the importance of that because it is extremely important, but that's just one person at a time. And with a book like this and then with subsequent ability to speak to people like you and to reach wider audiences, I can affect more people. And then perhaps I can even affect some of the ways in which medicine gets practiced. And that then has the ability to, to reach and affect far more people. So that's why. The, the other thing is, I think I just actually love to write. I, I went to uh, grad school and did a master's in English because I love to write. But I wanted something very practical for my life. I really had a calling to, uh, to help people. And so that's why I went into medicine. And, uh, and now I'm getting to blend the two of them, which is really totally a blessing for which I'm very grateful. There's such a wide array of, of benefits to improve your life. Is there anything uh, that stands out or that's your favorite part of the book? Well, I think the most important part is for people to recognize that every time they eat something, they change their body chemistry. 
And so diet is extraordinarily important. You can either increase your inflammation or you can decrease your inflammation. And if you increase it, you are subject to a whole variety of chronic diseases, whether it's diabetes or heart disease or chronic pain or cancer or Alzheimer's. They all come from the same source, which is inflammation in the body that's out of control. And the best way to control it is not through drugs. It's through diet and then exercise as well. Meditation also can be really helpful um, to, uh, to help reduce inflammation, actually, and to reduce pain and improve functioning. Um, so they're, they're, it's, it's those basic natural tenets of eating properly, getting your exercise, getting a little bit of sunshine that doesn't burn your skin, sleeping properly, meditating, um, having good social connections, crucially important. And what I find in my pain population is that one of the things that people do when they have pain is that they actually lose a lot of social connections. Yeah, having chronic pain or being in pain for uh, you know an extended amount of time, I couldn't imagine being social or active or even being in a good mood. Right, and yet when people do make the effort to go go and reestablish their social connections, um, they actually feel better. Part of it is distraction, but part of it is also that um, our we, we respond to things like being connected with people we're supposed to be. Most of us are. There's very few people who truly thrive in isolation, but some do, but most don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but touch, for example. You know, touching somebody's hand, uh, sitting beside them. Um, those things can uh, dramatically change the balance of our what's called our autonomic nervous system, which is our fight-or-flight system versus the relaxation system. So there's the stress and the de-stress, and they're called sympathetic and parasympathetic. And when you're touched, your parasympathetic system kicks in. Your parasympathetic is anti-inflammatory. It lowers your heart rate. It lowers your blood sugar to a healthy level. It lowers your, it, it lowers your blood pressure. It calms you. I, I wanted to ask you what, what you specialize in. Clearly, it's pain. In the pain relief, of, of course, that's in your in the title of your book. But I mean, there's so many different areas of your book, um, and it's all directed toward pain relief. Is that correct? It is. It is. I've been a pain doctor for over 20 years, and so I do write to that audience because um, I think sometimes when you've got just a, a lot of general books on holistic medicine and health that it's hard to see what the relevance is to your pain when you're in pain. And as you pointed out, you don't have a lot of patience when you're in pain. That's patience with a CE. Uh, you, you, you get impatient and you, you, you're, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to settle. So I wanted to direct this to people who have pain so that they would know this was really for them. But in fact, it really, when you go through it, all these things are about healthy living and staying healthy. And all of us need this advice. But I, I did direct it towards pain because that is what I, where I spend my time. Right. Is there any reason that, that you went towards pain? Like, is there anything that happened in your life, your, yourself or family members that wanted Oh, absolutely. I pay, pay, my own pain really did help mold my, um, my interest in studying pain because I wasn't finding the answers I needed in conventional medicine. Uh, drugs weren't working. I didn't want the procedures. Um, and, uh, and so I just studied a lot, and it led me to this holistic model that I have. And the other part was what, what was happening with my patients. 
that when I had somebody with heart disease, it was easy to find specialists to help me if I needed help with managing them because I started out as a family doctor. But when I had patients with chronic pain, there were very few people out there who would help me. Um, if they needed surgery, that was one thing, but most of these people didn't need surgery, and I wasn't one who would send people for surgery on speculation. I really had to know that there was a surgical answer to this problem and that the answer had a good chance of success. Otherwise, I wouldn't send them. And so those in-between people who do the kind of thing I do now were really hard to find, and so I just had to learn it myself. Right. Well, I For think example, that, just one thing, that the word myofascial pain, which is the commonest cause of pain that's out there, I never heard it at all during medical school. Mm-hmm. And now you're able to teach that. I'm able to teach it, and I'm able to treat it in myself. It's what I had. Right. And nobody could help me. And I think that means so much. It's so much more important from someone that, that's teaching that has been able to experience what they're trying to heal. I think that means so much to whoever you're working with. Yeah. I often have patients who think I don't understand pain who will look at me across the table when I'm talking to them about diet. And I'll say, well, what do you know? You've never had pain. <laughs> it's like, well, actually, guess again. I've had some very, very significant pain. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, uh, Dr. Heather Tick, we do have to take another short commercial break, but when we come back, I'd like you to share with our audience three simple tips to uh, help improve their life right away. Is that okay with you? Absolutely. Okay. Stay right there. We'll be right back on Exploring Mind and Body. This segment brought to you by Complete Truth Protein Powder. Live free, live true with whole natural foods. No additives, no preservatives, and soy, gluten, and dairy free. Supplement with superfood to energize your day. Visit completetruthprotein.co for more. All right, welcome back to Exploring Mind and Body. Today, we're talking about holistic pain relief. I wanted to tap into a little more information from Dr. Heather Tick and see if she can give us some simple tips for you, for our listeners out there, to start improving your life today. So, um, Dr. Heather Tick, take it away. What do you have for us? Well, number one would be eat more veggies, stop uh, drinking soda, and cut down way down on sugar. So that's all one thing. That's diet. Okay. Number two, start to move more, exercise, whatever you're capable of. Do a little today, do more tomorrow, do more next week. And number three is make sure you get between seven and a half to eight hours of sleep. Now, there are lots of different tips in order to get good quality sleep. I go through a lot of those in the book. Um, and uh, I have some on my website, but it, sleep is extremely important. So for those people, uh, I guess it'd be, you could call them sugarholics. <laughs> there seems like there's sugar yes. in everything. How can we break that down? How can we start to avoid all the sugar and processed foods and start eating whole foods? Well, for one thing, they're an addiction. So we need to recognize it as an addiction. First thing I always do with people is I add in things. So I say, eat more vegetables. Because once you start eating more vegetables, whatever level you're at now, just increase it. Um, Once you eat more vegetables, you actually have more energy and you feel better. And then as far as sugar goes, what really is an easy way of doing it is to cut out sugar somewhere between five and seven days. So if you can just bite the bullet and say, okay, I'm going to cut out everything with sugar and sweets 
and artificial sweeteners too. So no aspartame and sucralose, no stevia, nothing. Aspartame and sucralose are actually quite poisonous. Stevia is not, but we're just addicted to the sweet flavor and we have to stop. Stop for five, di- five to seven days and you'll find that when you go back, you don't have as much of an urge to, um, to eat things that are as sweet. Do you feel in any way that cutting out sugar completely is more stressful on the body? More stressful? No, it's much less stressful. Sugar is very stressful. Right. Uh, sugar increases our, our inflammation. So it's a huge, uh, it has a huge impact. We, uh, 50 years ago, we used to eat about two pounds of sugar a year. Now we eat about 150 pounds each a year. Oh my. Your second tip was start to move more. Um, yep. What can we do? We can start walking. We can I start walking. If you know whatever it is that you're capable of doing. If you're too sick to get out of a chair, sit in a chair and do yoga from a chair. Uh, go for a walk. Uh, you know, lift soup cans. Use elastic bands to exercise. If you are more vigorous, then put yourself on a routine so that you know that each week you're doing a little more than you did the last week. And get somebody to coach you. Get somebody who's a professional like you who knows what they're doing. And then the last one, seven and a half to eight hours of sleep. A lot of people struggle with sleep. Are there any tips you could offer to help people sleep better? Absolutely. Uh, Sleep in total darkness because um, light dramatically interferes with your ability to sleep. Now, we live in a civilized uh, society, community. Most of us don't have complete darkness even when we turn off the lights in and around our own house. So use a sleep mask. That's the cheapest way of doing it because blackout curtains are expensive. Um, make sure that you don't have electronics that, that put out colored lights that are around you. Red is okay, but if it's green or blue or white uh, or yellow, that's no good because that will also interfere with sleep, even if it's just a tiny little night light or a radio light. Get the electronics away from your bed. Get them six feet away, whether they're alarm clocks or computers. Turn off the computers. Sometimes people are very sensitive even to Wi-Fi, so turning off the Wi-Fi in their house will reduce their exposure to electromagnetic radiation. Now, it won't totally eliminate it because all of our, I mean, we have the Wi-Fi. I, when I turn on my Wi-Fi, I get the signals from, you know, 10 of my neighbors. So we can't ever completely shut it down, but we can do our best to reduce it. I, I very much enjoyed this interview. And uh, for our listeners out there, you know, I don't do this very often, but I absolutely recommend this book. And quite honestly, I, I can't put it down. It, it covers so many things that I believe in personally as a as my own kind of holistic trainer. <laughs> but uh, uh, Dr. Heather Tick, thank you so much for your time. This was fantastic. We're going to have this show. Um, this this show is going to be up on exploringmindandbody.com forward slash holistic pain relief. So you guys can check it out there. If you have any questions for Dr. Tick, you can check out her website. That's heathertickmd.com. That's going to be on the show notes as well. We'll link that. Um, is there any other way we can get a hold of you, Dr. Tick, or is, or is that good? Um, I'm on Facebook and I'm on, I do tweet as well. So I tweet health information, not always pain related, but uh, holistically related. And uh, so I'd love to see you on there too. Okay. And what, what are your pages? Dr. Heather Tick is the Facebook okay. and uh, at Dr. Heather Tick is, um, and it's Dr. Heather Tick is the uh, Twitter Fantastic. Okay, I'll link those to the show notes as well. We'll let you carry on, but thanks so much for joining us. And maybe we could even have you back to offer some more information at another time. I'd love that. 
Exploring mind and body with True Forms, True Tadia would not be possible without the help from the following sponsors. AG Foods in Didsbury, Health Street in the Cornerstone Shopping Center Olds, and Shoppers Drug Mart, working together to help build a healthier tomorrow. For more information on True Form Life, True Tadia, or to find out how you can become a sponsor, visit exploringmindandbody.com. So that'll conclude <laughs> this interview on Exploring Mind and Body. Uh, I love this interview. Dr. Heather Tick was so easy to talk to. She's down to earth. I've had other <laughs> doctor-like people on air that were awfully hard to interview with all their statistics, statistics and uh, you know hard to understand in interview. But Dr. Tick was fantastic. She's so easy to talk to. And, and I'm so grateful that she gave us some time to come on and offer some tips uh, you know, to improve your lifestyle. And as a doctor working in the in this profession, I mean, they hold, hold doctors hold so much weight and I'm glad that Dr. Tick understands that. And she's even helping, uh, she's even, even working to help that, you know, the whole doctor in the medical community learn more about holistic pain relief. So, um, that's fantastic. Everything that you're doing, Dr. Tick, thanks so much for coming on. Um, you guys check out the show notes. This is show number 141, exploring mindandbody.com forward slash holistic pain relief. Thanks, Jameson Brown, for my edits. Appreciate everything you do. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Thanks for checking out, downloading on podcasts, comments, all that you do. You make this show what it is. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help of GDK Gravel and Sand. GDK Gravel and Sand, now offering all products in half and one yard bags. Give them a call today for more information. 1-877-335-2091.